tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to join you today live from our studio here in Accra. We're live on DSTV Channel 421, GoTV Channel 125, and around the world on myjoyonline.com. In this bulletin, four persons arrested for engaging in exam or practice in ongoing BEC will tell you what the West African Examination Council has been doing with the suspects, and also hear from them on why the council has decided to use uh, drones to deliver exam papers to candidates in hard-to-reach communities. Also in this bulletin, alleged fugitive and pedophile remanded into police custody for a week is accused of sexually assaulting 12 minors in two years and sought, sought, uh, sought refuge in Burkina Faso. Um, and airlines uh, suspend flights as Niger's decision to close airspace widens travel time and cost. We have details. We also have business, sports, world news, and showbiz, all of those in this bulletin. Stay with us for details. Uh, four persons have been arrested for allegedly engaging in examination mode practice at the start of the basic education certificate examination on Monday. The arrest has been attributed to stringent measures implemented this year to check the challenge head of public affairs at the West African Examination Council, WIAC, John Kapi, confirmed the arrest to join you. According to him, the arrest was made in the Ashanti region, Tema Central, and, uh, you know, so it's in Tema and the Central region. Yes, we've received a few reports uh, from uh, the Ashanti region where um, one individual was picked up where he was trying to approach the examination hall with some prepared uh, material for the candidates. We've also picked somebody up from uh, Tama West, uh, that's Tama Central actually, where the lady had a tablet that had some information that she intended passing on to the candidates in the central region. Don't want nothing to be specific. We've picked up two people who were uh, answering the questions in the middle of the paper that intended sending in to the candidates who were writing the exam here. Well, these are criminal cases according to our uh, rules and regulations governing the conduct of the examination. And anybody who breaches any of these rules, what we do is we simply report you to the law enforcement agencies. They apply our um, rules and then no, they are charged. They are sent to court. Meanwhile, the council is also deploying drones to deliver exam papers 
in some hard to reach communities, BBC candidates and etc. from planes, for instance, got their papers by drone service. John Cappy is the head of public relations at WAIC and he tells us more about the rationale behind the new strategy. He spoke to Benis Abubedu Lansa on his desk. We received information that the road between Atibubu and the Setra Afram Plains was not more trouble because, of course, we had the rainy season and um, there was no way that we could have gone there. The canoes that were being used there were, you know, nothing to write from about. So we chose to uh, uh, use the drone uh, services and that has worked for us. Well, so far we have just one school, um, okay. and you know, uh, SDA, uh, GHS, that is where we are using the drone to transport the question papers to. We have intensified our monitoring system across all the centers in the country. We are using uh, the National Investigative Bureau. We have also some police uh, personnel who are helping. We have um, the WIC officers who are deployed to every part of the country. And then we also have some specially recruited personnel that uh, the council has recruited, and these are also being used across the country. We have reports of some, uh, let me call them flashpoints or malpractice prone areas. And in those areas, we have intensified our monitoring to ensure that sanity prevails at all the centers where the examinations are being taken. Well, let's uh, bring you to Accra, where my colleague Jacqueline Yeboa is in one of the centers here in Accra and joins us live with some update. Jacqueline, where are you now and what can you report? Jacqueline, where are you as we speak and what can you tell us? Okay, so currently I am at St. Paul's Lutheran School, um, where they just ended their first paper for the second day, which is Integrated Science. And most of the students here, um, when I spoke to them earlier, they said that the papers today were, was a bit difficult, but um, they were able to do their best. So for this center, they have about 148 um, candidates um, who are from 10 different schools. Mm. Um, yesterday, we knew of some reports of some people who, were, uh, who had engaged in more practice. Uh, is this something that we are hearing from where you are? Okay, so none so far. I had actually been to two other centers before I came here. And for the two other centers, which is Odogono, and um, I went to one at Kwasiman Anglican, they also encountered none. And it was the same issue here. There has been no issue of irregularity um, at any of these three centers that I've been to. What about absenteeism? So absenteeism, none. But um, we've got a couple of students who have been suffering from panic attacks, headaches, and other issues, uh, migraines. It looks like most of the students have not been getting enough rest, and that is from the reports I'm gathering from the couple of schools I've been around. Too. Mm, interesting. Uh, uh, we've been told about how security has been beefed up to ensure that the challenge of leakage does not occur. What do you see from all of these centers you've been to? Uh, can you come again, Grace? I couldn't we've been you. told about some security measures that have been beefed up to ensure that the issue of leakage does not occur this time around. What have you seen in that regard uh, from all the centers you've been to? Okay, so um, personally, with all the centers I've been to, I realized that the security is very tight. And looking at, um, when I spoke to some of the students earlier, what they told me was, and they even got scared at a point because they realized that the insulation was uh, very tight and very strict. 
So I think I can attest to that, that um, the Ministry of Education, or WAYEC, is actually putting up measures to um, prevent um, cheating. Okay, Ducky, grateful to you. Now, let's take you to the Ashanti region now, where Emmanuel Brightquake reports that a female candidate was prevented by her husband from sitting for the exams. It's, however, unclear the reason for the husband's decision as officials of the Ghana National Association of uh, Teachers in the Ashanti region are taking up the charge to investigate the matter. Emmanuel Brightquake who joins us with some more. Emmanuel, uh, what more do we know about this? unusual development um samuel um i've been monitoring the situation in the ashanti region um, as a point, in the municipality. and when i went there i met some officials from the ghana national association of teachers and um, who, who were also monitoring the situation and i asked um what's the assessment to find the various centers and um, they've been visiting and they told me that um they visited a particular center and they realized there were um, absenteeism a bit of absenteeism Although they've recorded some, but a special case stood out for them. That is in the case of a man preventing um, the wife from sitting for the exam. So this happened yesterday. The man, um, they are trying to investigate or find out more on this particular issue, but they have not been able to ascertain who actually is this person. So they are going to find out and give us more information in the subsequent letter. That, that's what he has been telling me. He's been telling me that this is a situation that a man has prevented and the wife from sitting for the exam. We do not know the age of the, the student as of now, but they will uh, give us subsequent updates as and when it, it happens. So they are actually going to carry out an investigation on this particular matter, and then mm. hopefully uh, the students will come and sit um, for the exam. Because today and then even um, yesterday, the students have so far not um, been sitting for the exam. Oh, quite an unusual development. Very, uh, very unusual. Uh, but, 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 but aside that, what has been your general, uh, you know, overview from the rounds that you've been to, you've right. been on? So, um, in my round, it's just the absenteeism that's actually the case over here. When you go to some centers, you realize um, there are some number of students. But the supervisors over here cannot really ascertain um, what is the reason for these students not sitting. So, when you go to some centers, you see some um, numbers which is like, um, you have six students not sitting for the exam, some of them being males and females. But so far, I've gathered that it's the males that are not presenting themselves the most. So generally, that's the assessment over here. They just finished or completed the science um, paper, the mm. section A and section B of the science paper. So most of the students um, here, they are moving about trying to find something to eat and then um, look through their, their, their notes and then sit for the next paper. So this is generally the situation here in the Ashanti region. All right, grateful to you. So that's Emmanuel Bright from the Ashanti region. Two other stories now. And European carriers on Monday reported disruptions and suspended flights across the African continent after Niger's junta closed the ETS space on Sunday. The junta on Monday braced for a response from the West African regional bloc after ignoring its deadline to reinstate the country's ousted president or face the threat of military intervention. The disruption adds to a band of African airspace facing geopolitical disruptions, including Libya and Sudan, with some flights facing up to 1,000 kilometers. The executive director of the West African Network for Peacebuilding, Wanep Chukwemeka Eze, has been sharing some thoughts on the development. The greatest challenge of ECOWAS now as a region um, is the geopolitics, the new friends and new enemies being 
cultivated in West Africa, um, namely most of them members of the Peace uh, Security Council of the, the United Nations. And therefore, it creates enormous challenges for ECOWAS to even act. If there is no foreign power that is backing Niger, I don't think they will, they will take the stand they are taking against ECOWAS uh, as, as, as a community. Because uh, if you look at the resources available, look at the strength of the army and ammunitions available, I don't think that Niger would take that kind of stand uh, if they were not having uh, uh, some backing uh, uh, within the context of geopolitics. And therefore, I think that it is something that ECOWAS leadership needs to take further than just uh, within the shores of uh, West Africa and seriously engage some of these new friends and enemies. Because at the end of the day, what prices is ECOWAS going to pay or member states of ECOWAS going to pay for these new friends that are being cultivated? And what will be the cost on the ECOWAS uh, peace and security architecture? It's only time that will tell, but we know that it is not going to end well. Uh, to politics now and you can't disrespect me and expect me to join your campaign words of deputy railway development minister kweku asante boating to the camp of vice president dr mahamudu baumia as he expresses his dissatisfaction and also members of the campaign uh, blatantly snubbed him during a campaign visit to constituencies in the asante Achim area the member of parliament for the asante Achim south constituency says he is hurt by the actions of the baumia camp who saw him as an outlier. He has thus announced his loyalty to former Trade Minister Alan Chamanting, describing him as a brother. Emmanuel Brightquick, who has been following the Edruoso campaign tour in the Ashanti region, and as well this report. Rousing welcome by delegates and pro-Alan supporters as the former trades minister began his tour in the region, paying a courtesy call on the paramount chief of Ejusu, where he hails from. Nana Afrani Okese IV blessed the flag-bearer hopeful, throwing a challenge to his detractors over Mr. Chomanting's victory in the upcoming party elections. <laughs> I know it's your work. Even the detractors know it's your work. I'm solidly behind him in everything. The goals are behind him. We can bet over this. The team proceeded to constituencies in the Asante Achim area to solicit support with some government officials throwing their weight behind the former minister. <laughs> Deputy Railway Development Minister Kweku Asante Boateng announced his vehement support after he claimed to have been dejected by the Baumia camp. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. 
When Vice President Baumia came to Asankari, we decided to go welcome him and some members of his team. None of them greeted me when I extended a handshake. You can't disrespect me and expect me to join your campaign. I am hurt by their actions. Alan is my brother. I cannot denounce him. If he wins or not, I will support him. to the constituencies in the Pumeru area and made a final stop at the Jusso. Mr. Chairman Tin touted his achievement to the delegate, indicating that he is the man to wield more votes from the Ashanti and Volta regions to aid a landslide win in the upcoming general elections. The NDC has more voters in the voter region. Vote for someone who can reduce their numbers there. Jerry Rollins has been the favorite of the Voltarians, but they told me I am their new favorite after Rollins died. On the first day, the former minister visited eight out of the 47 constituencies and is expected to complete his tour in the Ashanti region within six days. For Joy News, my name is Emmanuel Bright Kweku. Now, the MPP um, embarks on the journey to select its flag bearer for the 2024 general elections. One of the 10 candidates competing in the Special Delegates Congress, Joe Gatti, is confident of securing a spot in the final five, paving the way for the main Delegate Congress later this year. A seasoned legislator and former Attorney General and Minister for Justice, Joe Gatti comes to the race with significant contributions to the nation's development and is confident of leading the Elephant family into 2024. I want to be present so I can bless the people of the and I will pray that God will bless me so that I can bless them. As a ruling New Patriotic Party gears up for its special delegate Congress, former Railways Development Minister Joe Gatti is intensifying his campaign to lead the party into the 2024 general elections. He says he is confident of being part of the last five to head towards the main delegates Congress. But be rest assured, that God willing, as a rest assured as God willing, as long as the sun rises and the sun sets, when we vote for the Special Delegates Congress, Jogati will be among the first ones. During his tenure as a railways minister, he played a pivotal role in the construction of the railway line from Tema to Impakadan, featuring a steel bridge over the Volta Lake, enhancing connectivity and trade opportunities for the nation. He says his background has equipped him with a deep understanding of the country's developmental needs. In fact, everything that I've seen, everything that happened when I traveled for the past five days, everything that has happened to me since I joined this party in 1992 and served the party has convinced me beyond reasonable doubt that I am prepared for this time, a time such as this, 
when we need a man such as me to rule the country and bring blessings to God. He believes his extensive experience and strong track record make him a compelling choice to represent the MPP in the 2024 general elections and serving as a source of inspiration for millions around the world. I'm going to spend my time thinking about the fact that a teacher's son from nowhere has become president. I'm going to spend my time thinking about the hope it will give to people, to millions of people, millions of Ghanaians who come from homes such as mine. Somebody whose father died when he was six can have the dusty of hope. Without education, where would I be? I'll think about how somebody has been through public service for so long. Public service for so long. I'll think about how God has prepared me for location. I'm ready to go. I'm totally ready to go. That is what I think about every day. Not about another With a focus on inclusive policies and developmental strategies, he envisions a future where every Ghanaian can benefit from the nation's growth and progress. We will transform this nation. We together will transform this nation. We shall take this nation to the next level. Everything that my hand has touched by God's grace has been blessed. As someone with experience in the MPP flag bearership race, the Isikado Keten legislator has a message for the delegates. The message to the delegates is that their candidate is Jugati. I'll be coming to them. I've, come, I've gone to some of them. I'll be coming to each of them. And I want to assure them that by the time they finish listening to me, they'll come to the conclusion that there's one candidate and his name is Jugati. Jugati's bid to become the MPP's flag bearer is not merely a personal aspiration, but a commitment to serve his party and his country with renewed vigor. As the nation watches this process unfold, the question remains, will Joe Gatti be the one to lead the MPP into the 2024 general elections and potentially become Ghana's next president? For Joy News, I am Samuel Kojobris. Now, 35-year-old alleged fugitive and pedophile is standing trial at the War Circuit Court over 11 counts of sexually assaulting 12 minors. The accused, who is a popular master of ceremony for Islamic marriages, is alleged to have committed the act at his house and in the bush and gave them 10 Ghana cities with a promise of giving them opportunities to dance in public whenever he is the MC for weddings. Show News is our West Regional Correspondent, Rafi Salam Hazmo. It is a case of public interest and residents of war trunk and flooded the forecourt of the war sacred court spilling into the streets few times blocking vehicular traffic 35 year old popular local master of ceremony for weddings rashid ahmed better known by his fans as anata faces 11 counts of sexual assault at the war sacred court his victims ages ranges between 10 and 15 years the alleged sexual assault read at the court took place between 2021 and 2023. Wearing blue-black Muslim prayer gown over multicolored slippers, he was handcuffed at the back, sandwiched by uniformed and plainclothes policemen and taken to the court. He was motionless, wore frown, and clattered his teeth as the facts of all 11 counts were read to him. Anata denied the offenses during investigation and his constant statement. Most of the alleged sexual assault took place at his house at Adabia, a suburb of war, 
and the rest in a bush where they lean on his motorbike for the amorous and beastly act. In most of the cases, the accused gave his victim 10 Ghana cities and a promise of giving opportunity to dance at marriage ceremonies where he will serve as the master of ceremony. Principal State Attorney at the Attorney General's Department, Lawyer Said Abdul Shakur, who was leading the prosecution, prayed to the court for the accused to be remanded into police custody to enable them finish with their investigation. Lawyer Said Abdul Shakur also told the court because of the charged atmosphere outside the court, coupled with the public interest in the case, the accused should be kept behind bars for his own safety. He is a flight risk. Somebody who has left the jurisdiction before, we cannot be sure he will not escape. Considering the gravity of the offenses and the punishment that is likely to be meted out if he is convicted, we, have, we are talking about a minimum of eight years and a maximum of 25 years for each of the counts. If we succeed in our case, he might be going in for a long time. So if the court allow him on bail, we might be left holding the cheeky end of the stick. We might not get him to try. And we also say that it is in his own interest because the anger, you can gauge the anger in society. You can reach out to it. You can see that people are hungry. For 15 years of practice as a lawyer here, I've never seen this number of persons in court before. And this is the first time I've seen almost the entire society at court. If such a person is turned loose, we might not even get him to try because people might take the law into their own hands. The presiding judge, His Honor, Jonathan Avogo, granted the wish of the prosecutors and remanded the accused into police custody and to reappear Monday, 4th of August. In 2014, the accused was arrested and slapped with similar charges for allegedly enticing and sexual assaulting over 10 and 8 girls. He was arrested and later released for lack of evidence. All is because this society seems to enjoy living with criminals. Otherwise, you will not understand why anyone would want to interfere in a matter like this. But the last time he was arrested, I was here, I was still very young here as a, a, a lawyer, but I remember it vividly that people went behind the scene and took the victims away so we couldn't get anybody to testify. This time we have all that covered. We have all our plans in place to ensure that nobody will go behind anywhere and touch any of the victims. We are going to go through this trial and we will do it expeditiously. Some weeks ago, it was rumored that the alleged fugitive and pedophile will be in town to MC some weddings in the one municipality. From the look of things, it appears his chance of doing that just got a lot slimmer. Anata loves to crack jokes and dance. The dance floor is one place he commands authority. As for you are unlikely going to see him fail, but you realize that this court is a different place. The problem for the news, Rafik Salam. And hearing a cry, I am Samuel Kojo Briggs. Now to other stories, limited resources for the health sector in low and middle income countries require the use of appropriate technologies and innovations to influence priority setting and guide coverage decisions in a bid to attain universal health coverage by 2030. Health technology assessment allows a critical assessment of health technologies as a basis for making evidence-based decisions in the health sector. 
The use of HTA in Ghana and Africa at large is low and therefore the need for capacity building for efficient utilization of limited resources in the health sector. 30 healthcare professionals are therefore benefiting from the HTA course by the KNUSD African Higher Education Health Collaborative in partnership with the Mastercard Foundation. Participants are health professionals, health managers, policymakers, civil servants and researchers working in the health sector at the primary health care level in Ghana. Professor Anthony Edusei of KNUST School of Public Health, who read the speech of the principal investigator of KNUST Africa Higher Education Health Collaborative, Professor Ellis Usudabu, is optimistic the five-day workshop will maximize the gains in the health sector. HTA, which is Health Technology Assessment, is a tool that is being increasingly employed to influence healthcare priority setting. In the, in the era of rapid development and innovation in technology for healthcare, the need to prioritize for which technology to use to meet the competing needs of individuals is paramount. Through HTA, we can use acceptable methods to evaluate the medical, economic, social, ethical, and legal issues or consequences of any health technology. And the health technologies that you can have in mind are medical devices, pharmaceuticals or medicines, vaccines, procedures in healthcare practice, diagnostic tests, programs or systems, as well as public health interventions. And through this critical assessment, we can make evidence-based decisions, potentially contributing to appropriate and efficient use of technologies that's achieving value for money in respect of investment in healthcare provision. The course is under the aegis of the Health Employment Pillar of the Africa Higher Education Health Collaborative. The pillar lead, Dr. Kofi Akwahinemensa, reviewed the course has been accredited by various health professional bodies for continuous professional development points. I can say I've given us 19 points for uh, this course. We are also talking about Allied Health Professional Council. And Allied Health Professional Council has given us 20 points for this course. We are also talking about the Nursing and Midwifery Council. The NMC have also given us 20 points for this course. Then lastly, we are talking about Pharmacy Council. Reporting for Joy News, Kwesi Debra. That's Esther Joy News today. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with business. Please stay. Hello, my name is Abeku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still the job better with EcoBank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife 
whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of Ecobank. Download Ecobank Mobile from Google Play Store all the store and discover the smart way to bank echo bank the pan-african bank daddy daddy <sighs> this tank is big yes that's true it can store a lot of water that's so true wow it has a working surface like this mm -hmm. that's so true i can see s I-N-T-E-X That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil That's not true. But why? Hey! Syntex was the first to introduce double-layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty, seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Hi, good afternoon. Welcome to business. My name is Daryl Kwao. The Ghana Revenue Authority is projecting 1.2 billion cities annually as taxes on lottery and gambling activities. In its first year of implementation, the authority says it is expecting the figure to show up in subsequent years, raking more revenue. Officer in charge of Domestic Tax Revenue Division, uh, Edward Jambra, says his outfit is putting up robust measures to ensure smooth collection of these taxes. The Revenue Authority at the media engagement said punitive measures will be taken if operators fail to comply with the new taxes. Edward Jambra explains that his outfit is looking forward to an increment in its target to 3 billion Ghana cedis by 2025. As part of revenue from uh, this initiative, uh, this initiative is coming as part of the amendment to the Income Tax Act. So with the Income Tax Act, we have um, uh, the gaming, the GGR, the withholding tax on uh, the gross gaming. We have amendment to the Income, the Individual Income Tax Act, Individual Income Tax Bracket. We have amendment also to the capital gains, and with all put together, we are expecting over 1.2 billion cities. That is the expected revenue from it. This is the initial stage of this policy. And uh, going forward, the expected revenue is very high. And I'm sure after the first year, 
we will see their full potential, which is in a range of uh, $3 billion. But we are not there yet. For the first year, we are dealing below. Withholding tax of 10% will be deducted on lottery minutes. According to him, the Ghana Revenue Authority has engaged stakeholders and pledged to protect individuals within the value chain. Then there is this element of withholding tax on lottery winning. So what we need to note is that going forward, if you win any form of lottery, as has been defined, let the whole world know that withholding tax of 10% will be deducted and paid to the Ghana Revenue Authority. The stakers are required to note. Operators are also required to comply. If they fail to comply, the sanctions, as we have uh, uh, discussed, will be applied. The authority said it is working to address other related challenges that may come up as a result of these new taxes. Now, Managing Director of Adansi Travels, Gideon Asari, has reiterated the need to shore up domestic tourism investments in the country, indicating it's, it's got the prospects of transforming livelihoods through employment and wealth creation. At a 10th anniversary dinner, he said the traveling tour company will continue to embark on various initiatives to boost tourism in Ghana. We're working on one other subsidiary called Sea Ghana. And it's a project that we started already. And what we are doing to help is that we want to make travel within Ghana more affordable. A lot of people complain about the cost when they have to travel in Ghana. So we've started to make sure that we have what you call fit departures. So a time will come that if you want to go to Cape Coast on, on a weekend, we don't need to struggle you just go to the mall and then there's a departure a bus leaving every friday for instance or every saturday there's a cross city tour so and maybe starting from Akramo. so when you are you are not even um you are feeling bored you can just go to the mall join the bus pay for it and then and then and then go so we are working on that and that is one of the things that will change the domestic travels and we also um, partner few um, organizations to come out with some festivals. So in December, for instance, we are partnering with um, Taste of Africa to do a festival in the northern region called the Oneness Cultural Festival. All business news at the top of the hour. Up next, pause to stay tuned. essential vitamins that growing bodies need. So grow healthy and strong. And Absolutely.
Kittyvite Multivitamin Tonic contains all the essential vitamins and nutrients needed for the healthy development of children from age 1 to 12 years. Also available, Kittyvite Multivitamin Drops for babies under 12 months. Grow strong, grow healthy with Kittyvite. Distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Abla here with Sports on a join news today. Kamasi Asante Kotoko head coach Dr. Prosper Nate Ogum says that it is an opportunity for him to serve the Porcupine Warriors and not just lead his technical affairs. Prosper makes a return to the, uh, to the family of the Porcupine uh, Kumasi Asante Kotoko, having led them to win the Ghana Premier League in 2021-2022. He believes that is an opportunity for him to lead the team to succeed once again. Overly excited, I'm, I'm so overwhelmed. I think there is nothing in my life, um, probably apart from the day I got married, uh, that can be compared to this moment. Uh, and, and I am overly excited based on the fact that have been chosen by His Royal Majesty Utunfo Setutu the second and the whole of Asantiman to lead or to technical affairs of this renowned and successful club on the continent and of our nation. Great players, excellent players, including a former captain and a former winner who sits right on my right-hand side with me today. Very few coaches have had the opportunity to direct the technical affairs of such a great club. And that is why I see myself to be privileged and to be humbled to be here today. I would like to express my sincere gratitude to the king, to the whole of Asantiman, 
all stakeholders of Kumasi Asante Kotoko. Now, let's do some athletics. And uh, you might have heard that Ghana's 100 meters record holder, Benjamin Azameti, he's pulled out of this month's World Athletics Championship. However, Chief Executive Officer of Ghana Athletics, Bar Fuseni, says that there's a perfect replacement for him, and he's very confident that team will do well in the championship. But thank God that we have equal very good athletes who can replace him. Um, it's, um, it's a personal blow to me and to the, to the athletes, to the association and to Ghana as a whole. Because Azamati always has something that we need for the, for the, for the, for the really, uh, for the relating to, to, to perform to its highest maximum. But nonetheless, uh, the likes of James, James Dazi, Bosio, James, uh, Paul Amor, Asu, they, they are all equally very good as, as I might say is. So even though it is a blue, uh, but if you know athletics is part of uh, uh, athletic, one athletic career, once in a while you get injury, and I know he'll bounce back. I know he'll bounce back to the, the, to the tracks. But we we're still, we were still, we still content with what we have now. They can deliver for Ghana. Uh, have you spoken to him, and what is his state? No, I spoke to him uh, a couple of days ago. Even yesterday, I was even having discussion with uh, Coach Bellum. But what is most important for me and for him and for the team is that he will join the team in Paris for the campaign. Uh, we need him to be around the team to encourage the young ones to just lend them a, a, a lend them a helping hand, you know, for them to know that he's still with them, even though he will not be in Budapest. But he will be with them to the last day that they are leaving for Budapest. So he will be in, he will be in Paris with the with the team. They have arrived this morning in Paris with the team. So um, we are, it's, it's okay. I mean, even though there is a challenge, but we will still believe that this current crop of athletes that we have now can equally perform as as well as as uh, as Amati could have done. Um, um, uh That's the Chief Executive Officer Habao Fusene speaking to us. And uh, this conversation uh, took place on Joy Sports today. This is our wrap-up sports here on Joy News today. With me, Muftar Unavila Habla. Up next is World News.